Hey everyone, welcome back to Disabled Black Chick, where we talk about all things mental health, travel, and disability. My name is Sierra Gervier, the host of the podcast, and um, (laughs) as I've said in my last couple of podcasts, I'm trying to be as consistent as possible. The word of the year for me is consistency. Um, and that is something that I want to apply within my life in every, in different aspects. Excuse the background noise if you hear any sounds. I'm in a different city right now, so, um, I'm around a lot of noise. Uh, where I normally live, it's very quiet, um, and kind of country-esque. So, um, where I'm at right now, it's, it's, um, it's by a busy road and it's, it's a, it's a city, so... Um, So, you know, I apologize for the background noise, but um, we're here. Happy New Year, everyone. 2022, we talked about in the previous two previous podcasts about um, setting goals and being intentional with your life and um, living on purpose with a purpose. And, you know, that's what I'm all about. And I hope and pray and um, wish everyone the best for this year. Set new goals, set new um, plans for yourself. You know, it doesn't have to be anything huge. It can be small things that'll lead to the big, the big picture. You know, we don't want to burn out. (laughs) Um, So today I want to talk about something um, that kind of recently passed for me, uh, and that something is my cancerversary or my ampiversary as well. Um, for those that don't know, being that this podcast is called The Disabled Black Chick, I am disabled. I have a physical disability. I am an amputee. My uh, left leg is below the knee is amputated um, because I had cancer. Over 12 years ago, and I got a message from a friend um, on the day, and I honestly forgot about the day. And you know, he said, "Sierra, happy, um, happy uh, anniversary, and you know, 12 years cancer free. You know, just so happy for you." And I honestly, I forgot. Like I knew the days before. I remembered the days before, but. Um, on that day, I, uh, on the day of, which is December 30th, I kind of forgot. It kind of slipped my mind. Um, so yeah, so I don't want to start off the new year with a, you know, not a bad podcast, but something kind of down. It's a, a remembrance of celebration. Like I want to celebrate this day. It's not anything bad. It could feel a little bit, a little bit heavy to talk about, but you know, for me, it's a day of celebration. So let's get into it. I used to be overweight. (laughs) I um, went through a period of my life where I would eat a lot of fast food, like a lot, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. I would have fast food. And reflecting back on that time and that moment of my life, I honestly think I was going through a depression and I didn't know what that looks like or felt like. I was in a very um, abusive relationship and in that moment it was the worst part of the relationship and I guess coping was you know feeling good and for me 
feeling good was eating and eating tasty foods and you know I was young so that was I didn't know or realize that I could make my own food at home that could be just as tasty but in a healthier way in a different version and so I I ate a lot of fast food a lot of it um and I've noticed that I was putting on weight. People around me noticed it as well. And, <clears throat> excuse me, and so I uh, decided to take initiative and to do something about it. Um, so what I did was I walked almost two miles every day around the track. Uh, there was a track where I lived and I walked every day two miles until I could eventually um have like moments of of like like a burst of a run for like maybe 10 steps and then walk because that's how bad my cardio was at that time I couldn't run a lot and my knees would hurt um because of the weight that I was holding and so after seeing results in losing about three pounds every week on average and I know that's a lot but my body was just like in shock and so I was losing three pounds every week I lost a total of over 80 pounds I think it was like 78 or 79 pounds to be exact but I lost around 80 pounds and um, kept it off and I, I could never see myself going back to that and so one day after continuing with my routine and running and you know eating healthy and not eating fast food i felt a pain in my foot and i thought it was from running i thought it was it might have been a stress a stress fracture oh that's a tongue twister a stress fracture <laughs> in my toe and and so i went i i kind of ignored it and something told me my intuition god the universe I've just felt extremely intuitive in that moment and I felt like I was being led to go to the emergency room and after days of ignoring it because this pain was not a normal pain it felt different it felt like fire and in in my in my big toe and so my intuition would not let me rest and so I decided to go to the the emergency room they did an x-ray they told me my bones actually look really healthy and maybe it's just from running a lot my intuition still did not let me sleep and so I made an appointment with my primary care doctor she actually listened to me and we got a bone scan and if you know the bone scan is like the lowest of the totem pole when it comes to like the the scans like CTs and MRIs. And so I guess like they didn't want to waste any money because you know they saw the notes from the emergency room doctor and saw that they believed that my bones were were fine and healthy. And so I after the bone scan, I got my doctor saw some sort of figure in my toe and she didn't know what exactly it was and so we ordered a an MRI and when we ordered the MRI she noticed that okay there is definitely something there something abnormal 
we have to send her to a specialist and get a CT scan. I went out of state to see one of the, at this moment, he was the number one orthopedic surgeon in the Midwest. And he will forever hold a place in my heart. He's now retired. Um, but um, so, so I saw him, we did a CT scan and it was confirmed that definitely something abnormal was in my toe. He saw the scan and he told me, hey, there's nothing you need to worry about. I've done this for over X amount of years. And he, he was an older um, doctor. Um, and he said, I've done this over X amount of years in my career. I know what I, it's to the point where I know what cancer, what what a malignant tumor looks like compared to a benign tumor. And so I trusted him and we decided to go through a biopsy just to confirm his prognosis. And he sent the sample over to Massachusetts and um, it was confirmed that it was malignant cancer. And so, um, and so afterwards, um, after they ran the test, they had a name for the cancer and I will never forget the cancer was called pleomorphic lyomyosarcoma and this type of cancer is pretty much found in the vital region of your body so like your organs your even the brain and the scalp um, normally in the upper portion of your body but this for some reason and thank god it was found in the lower um, area the lower region of my body um, we were able to get rid of it and so uh, my doctor told me like hey Sierra this cancer is nasty this is a very rare rare cancer there's not much research on it because it's that rare however um, we need to get rid of it and he told me amputation like amputation is the way to do it and that freaked me out because I'm like, what? Like, you know, this was, and when he was saying all of this, this is after the biopsy, literally the, I'm sitting in the hospital the day before my birthday and he's telling me all of this and all of these things are just swirling through my mind about amputation and cancer and, you know, uh, sorry for the motorcycle noises, um, the amputation and cancer because before I went through the biopsy, um, I was told that this was a a benign cancer, a benign tumor, and it wasn't cancerous. And so I'm waking up, and he's like, "It's cancer, amputation." Like that's those are the only highlighted words that I remember. And and so I was like, "Okay, shoot! Like, what am I going to do?" And I just started doing research, and I had to put a pause on my studies at school. I was studying biology, and the crazy thing is that I was taking a physiology class, and and in this class we were learning about cancer and cancer cells, and you know I just feel that I was being prepared for this news that my doctor was going to deliver to me. And so, um, you know, I went through the, the, the whole feeling that I could potentially lose my limb 
It was terrifying. And so I began to do research. I found an incredible, incredible YouTuber who is an amputee and a motivational speaker. Um, he's also an ex-Paralympian. He um, would ski. He's a skier and his name is Josh Sunquist. And he was the only amputee that I found on YouTube at the moment. So this is about, you know, 12 years ago. And so um, YouTube, I believe YouTube was just like kind of getting started in a sense. And so he gave me hope. He was the only piece that was holding me into like my mind together because in the back of my mind, I was thinking that like, how am I going to live this regular, regular life that I've been living and with, you know, an amputated leg and just seeing him thriving and being an entrepreneur and, you know, having his own business and creating incredible, funny YouTube videos that honestly gave me life. Um, and uh, and so you know, I'm forever grateful for him. Um, and so I decided to do the amputation. I literally had a month to do the amputation. And so it was, um, I went through Christmas. I, I don't even remember that year of Christmas. I don't remember at all celebrating my feelings, nothing. Everything seemed like a blur because after being diagnosed the, the day before my birthday, I just remember as far as like, you know, remembering everything about cancer and, and my surgery, I just remember um, being in the hospital uh, for my surgery. And that was December 30th, 2009. I will never forget that. And, um, you know, one thing that I wanted to do before my surgery was to pray. I prayed and I prayed and I said, God, you know, if anything, I want to not feel the emotions or feelings of regret. I don't I don't want to regret making this decision to amputate my leg. Like I, that's just something that I don't want to feel because I can't get my leg back. Like once it's done, it's done. And he my doctor told me, he said, are you sure this is something you want to do? Because we can't sew your leg back on. And I just told him, like, this is the best option. The other option that I had was called a ray amputation, and that's the amputation of my toe. And my doctor mentioned that, yeah, it's, you know, this is a possibility. This is a possible um, procedure. However, with the ray amputation, I won't be able to to live a normal life. I won't be able to be active. I won't be able to walk normally. I would have to walk with a cane for the rest of my life because the big toe and the pinky toe are the balanced, the toes that keep you balanced. And so without that, I would be completely off balanced. And also with that, um, you know, it's cutting close to where the cancer actually is. And so he was saying that if they amputate very close to the cancer site, that there could be a microscopic cell from the cancer during the surgery that could travel up to my vital organs. And who knows what my life will be like if that happened. And so I... um that's why I decided to go through with the amputation. It's far away from the site of the cancer. It's, you know, 
it's most likely that it's not going to come back. And I am grateful, grateful that it's been 12 years. And um, after I hit the 10 year mark, you know, my doctor mentioned that it's most likely, most likely the cancer is not going to come back. And so I'm, I'm grateful for that. And, you know, this makes me think about my sister-in-law who unfortunately passed away um, around this month last year, January 2021, um, from breast cancer. And she was there for me when I went through um, cancer. And I'm just so happy I had the opportunity to to see her um, uh, when I think this was in 2019 when... Um, she came to visit me in Spain. I think it was 2019. Yes, it was before the pandemic. Um, she came to see me. And, uh, you know, I'm grateful that I was able to see her after years of not seeing her. Um, and we talked about her cancer. And um, I kind of had a feeling that she knew that she was passing because she said that she wanted to travel to Europe um, before she dies because she doesn't know what's going to happen and then I also overheard her husband having a conversation with her his friend and he mentioned that she had terminal cancer and so I asked her I said uh what do you mean I heard Edward say you have terminal cancer and she said uh you know he's just talking he's not he's being extra like he's exaggerating and I think she was just trying to protect the news about what was actually going on. And so, um, you know, I am easily triggered in a not so much negative way when I, every year, every December 30th, when it's my anniversary, my cancerversary, because I think about, um, you know, my life and I put my life into perspective and the fact that I have life and my sister-in-law Tara, she, before she passed away, when she was here in Spain, visiting me in Spain, she sent me a um, playlist of music that she listens to um, that gets her so inspired. And, and I'm so grateful that she sent me that. And I, I kept the playlist that she sent me because it just reminds me of her like it just reminds me of her it reminds me of our our last time that we had together i still i have the pictures of her um but you know saying all of this i'm just trying to get at the point that i am grateful for life and i've said this in my podcast probably the last four episodes about practicing gratitude and even though you're not at the point where you desire to be in your life, still pull away some takeaways from where you are, the things that you have, the people that you do have, the the health that you have, opportunities that you're able to to pursue and to do and to 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 feel just being being able to do things that you like, like having that ability. Um, I don't know if anyone understands what I'm saying, but just appreciating your existence in the world is what I'm I'm trying to say. And, um, you know, this 
every year I, I do that this reflection. And one thing that I've reflected on every year since I had my cancer was about the relationship that I was in and how unhappy I was because it was an unhealthy, toxic relationship. And, um, but, you know, I am grateful for the experiences, the experience that I had within that relationship because my ex-husband was there for me for a lot of things. And I don't want to minimize that because I acknowledge that and um, I feel that and I, you know, I, I will always appreciate that. And so, yeah, I guess it's just now a tradition tradition for me to kind of do like a self-reflection about where I am um, December 30th and to appreciate my life that I have, the air that I can breathe freely, the running, clean running water that I have, the access to healthy food that I am able to eat the fact that I can walk I thought about this yesterday like I went hiking uphill five I think it was about 5.25 miles uphill (laughs) it was it was grueling but I appreciate it because I have two legs to walk on one might be fake (laughs) but I'm able to to do this activity so anyway, I'm going off tangent. And so um, it's been 12 years, December 30th, 2021. It's been 12 years. I am still cancer free. I actually had my, I need to do a checkup. Um, I actually did a checkup recently, um, about a year ago. And, you know, everything is looking good. Um, and so I, you know, just wanted to share that story um, about, you know, how this honestly changed the trajectory of my life. Um, Because of the amputation I got involved in as a para-athlete, I got involved with the Paralympics, I got involved with para-triathlons and um, 5Ks and... um, actually joined a Paralympic team representing the United States, which is so crazy to to think about when I think about it, like traveling with the Paralympics and going to the Olympic Training Center and training with some elite athletes and some of the best trainers, both on the track and in the in, in the in the gym. I mean, and seeing a nutritionist and it it was just an incredible, incredible experience. And, you know, I'm, I'm forever grateful for that, forever grateful. And I'm still friends with a lot of my para, my para friends. And, you know, I will forever hold on to this. And, you know, this is the whole point of me having this podcast is to inspire people um, to encourage people. Uh, I, As I said in my other podcast, I do have a big announcement that I want to make, uh, but I have to make it at the most appropriate time. And I will do so when it's necessary. And um, because I do believe in, in helping people, paying it forward, um, however I can. And, you know, I'm going to try to do my best to do this through my podcast, through my YouTube, 
Um, as I mentioned before, like I I have the burning desire to just press record on my camera and to record a YouTube video, but most of the time I've just like how I'm recording this video, this uh sorry, this podcast, I'm just in a shirt and yeah, I look okay, but not YouTube okay. <laughs> and so um and so sometimes like I have this burning desire to make a YouTube video because I do think that I have some interesting gems to to share with people um, on that platform. But in due time, maybe, you know, I'm just going to start writing down some of the topics and ideas that I want to talk about to show my um, subscribers. I think I have like a little bit over 300 subscribers on my YouTube channel to show them and some new subscribers around um Spain I have so much video footage from um my travels and um and so yeah so yes I just want to share that with everyone happy new year um what are some of your new year resolutions or goals or ideas or whatever however you want to frame it um what does that look like for you what does 2022 look like for you um, what are some things that you want to get done to achieve, you know, um, something to think about. So for now, if you have any questions or if you have any topics of interest that you would like for me to cover, you can email me at disabledchica at gmail.com. That's D-I-S-A-B-L-E-D-C-H-I-C-A at gmail.com. I hope to hear from you soon. Anyone who would like to um, have any questions or comments or um, would like for me to cover anything, you can email me there at disabledchica.gmail.com. Thanks so much. I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye.